Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Attack podcast. I am Dylan and I'm here with Adrian. I'm here. And if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that back by popular demand. Back by popular demand. <laughs> We've had letters since last week going, we want, we want Kev back. The plaque's been incredible, isn't it? <laughs> we want Kev. We, we want Kev. Kev. I've had to, I've had to change a whole busy <laughs> schedule. And basically, which would have just been spent drinking. Just to be here today. <laughs> oh to just word. remain in this room recording podcasts. <laughs> You did it, mate. You did it. He's back. We had to drag him back. We see. We'll have to see whether we can retain him for, for next week. But we'll enjoy him. We'll enjoy him today. <laughs> Savor uh, me while I'm here. Yeah, yeah, Savor. Save. <laughs> Savor save Kev like a, like a fresh stew. Like a sausage roll or something. Like, like oh. <laughs> we love sausage rolls. Oh, we do love sausage rolls. When, when rolls. we was at college, there was a blinding bakery, wasn't there? <laughs> it got me so fat. Do you remember how fat? <laughs> I <I'd say laughs> I was as you weren't fat, alone. I was as fat then as I am now. Basically, <laughs> like as a kid, you should not be that big. Like I was just like now. Now I'm like middle aged and that is fine. But back in those, I days, mean, it was that bakery. Oh it my was God. a brilliant bakery, and the pastries were just incredible. Yeah. It was. I loved the oh the pies, oh the pies. So, welcome to the pie podcast. <laughs> we'll be reviewing pies. We'll be reviewing pies and sausage rolls and, and other tasty treats, but. Uh, all they did was like whack him in the microwave as well. They must have baked baked him hours ago. They just whacked <laughs> it in the microwave, and oh god, I had one every day. Anyway, anyway, we digress. Back to pies. Back to pies, and back to fat deal. No, back to no. <laughs> um, tangent. Tangent. Sorry, tangent. Uh, today we're going to talk about a console that's very close to my heart, and I've written articles about it. But I've never actually done a podcast about it, mm. and it just—it just made sense that we've got Kevin in the room today. It just made sense, yeah, that we do this. And he asked a question last week, <laughs> or half an hour ago, <laughs> busted <laughs> about, about. It's amazing the time travel we can do in about weather. <laughs> I know we did crazy time travel about weather. The Game Boy was the longest running console. Wasn't it? This was my question. That was your question. Because when you look at the Game Boy brand, obviously Mm -hmm. we start off with the Game Boy. Yeah. And then the Game Boy Color. But then you could argue the the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah, but PlayStation brand, is that longer? Mm -hmm. Does that really count? Uh, they're they're different consoles, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. If I told you that the original Master System and Mega Drive are still being produced to this day, (laughs) technically, I wouldn't believe you. You wouldn't believe me. Well, no, I, I say I wouldn't believe you. I probably would believe you. <laughs> but I would be shocked. They are still being made to this day. I, I'm shocked. <laughs> Kev is shocked. No, that's amazing when you think about so it. So given that the Master System came around in 86, yeah. 87, a couple of years before the Mega Drive, that would make the Master System... Very, very long running. Very, very long running. A fish... Well... Un- unofficially the longest running console of all time unofficially you heard it because it's never it unofficially because it's never actually been discontinued uh yeah. the reason being is because it's still very popular in brazil i mean we're talking 2019 
It can't be popular in Brazil. Still. It's still popular in Brazil. Well, you know, Brazil is a con- is a country with swathes of poverty, right? Yeah, swathes. And the master system is is a competitive. Well, it's cheap, way cheaper than any other console there. Yeah. It sells. I read somewhere it sells still something like one hundred and fifty thousand units a year. But how much is it selling for? I don't. Th- I don't know. That's an amazing figure. I mean, but it'll be it'll be a fraction of what a PlayStation the, right, Four is so in, in the Brazil. The production costs of that versus something slightly more—it's so simple. It's just Mega simple. Drive. Yeah, it's it's simple electronics, isn't it? Yeah, but you think like PlayStations, PlayStation mm. Ones, something like that. It's it's actually still it's being manufactured by the same company that made Brazilian Master Systems in the eighties, Tectoy, company called Tectoy. Do, do they make games as well? New games. They make games as well. New games. Well, yeah. Well, in in association with they've ported a few games across wow. to the Master System. I love this. But see, a lot of a lot of the stuff. So we lost the Master System here really when the Mega Drive oh, yeah. became so in like the mid nineties the Master System had completely gone yep. from these shores. But it kept going in Brazil again because of obviously issues with um I think it's just a naturally a popular console over there. It just found it just found an yeah, audience. Yeah, do you know why it got popular in the first place? They did a few so they did the so you had the Master System one as the power base, and then you had the Master System two which was cheaper. Then in Brazil, then you've got the Master System 3. Um, yeah, the Master System 3. I've seen pictures of it. It looks great. <laughs> and like a portable version. I don't know what it's called. Game Gear? No. It's not, no. <laughs> not, not a portable version. It's like a compacted one. So it's all kind of one thing with the control pad. So oh. it's, the console is like, yeah, I've seen that as well. So they just do, so it's just a plug and play thing for the, for the TV. Really easy for kids over there to pick up. Cheap, apparently. Couldn't tell you what in, in you know, in I Brazilian mean, like, money we was. Yeah, right, because we still enjoy playing those games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm surprised that they... These guys can still play Sonic 1, Sonic 2, cheap. all of those classic games. Yeah. yeah. I know, it's mad, isn't it? It's completely mad yeah. that... that and, and they've got a version of the Mega Drive as well out there. So the Mega Drive is still being, is being sold in Brazil as well. But I think the Master System is more popular. I love that. I think the Master System brilliant. is more popular over there. I wonder how many Brazilian Master System games there are officially. Must be loads. There are loads. There's like FIFA, Street Fighter. L- loads of the convert, loads of the Mega Drive conversions after the, mes- the Master System kind of dropped off yeah. here, they, Tech Toy bothered doing and bothered sort of partnering up with people because yeah, yeah, yeah. they knew they had an audience there to sell it to. Like everyone out there who's got a Master System, oh, a new Master System game. Yeah, let's get it. Do you not think, though, because in the in our country, in, the, in I assume the US, oh, I, I think for a fact, it, the Master System is not big at all. But if you're a homebrew developer, would you not think, let's make a new game on the Master System, but try and target it to the Brazilian audience? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. So can it's I like say, guarantee sales. Is this still 8-bit? Still 8-bit. Still 8-bit. I think what they might have done is improved the audio so, so my question being is, if they're making new games now, mm-hmm. how far have they pushed that eight bit? Oh, I don't know. We need to go. Uh, I think did, yeah. with with the ROMs and things, I think they've tailed off a few years ago. So I don't know whether they're still making games for it. They're still making the console. So the console is still it's yeah. not discontinued, as far as I know. Um, the records only go up until again, again about a couple of years ago. I think that would be ago. an interesting question, right? Because I mean, obviously, when when eight bit was first a thing, and you know, when you mm-hmm. had the NES and the Master System first time round, and they they made those games, they pushed the boundaries at that time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in the last thirty years, you'd expect the programming techniques and yeah. the way that yeah, they could true. harness that technology would have improved. Well, so logic would say that the games that they produce it be better. more recently should be better. They should be better. I think even even the ones that were produced in the mid nineties yeah. way better. I mean, they really companies really melt that thing dry. And yeah, they, you know, the, the Master System three, I think, may have slightly improved sound qualities. I need to get a hold of one. I really would love. <laughs> I really would love one, uh, but. Yeah, we'll see. Tech we'll toy, see. you said. Tech I mean, toy. This, this is the yeah. beauty of um, console technology, basically, is that the, the hardware generally always stays the same on mm-hmm. that console, but the programming techniques improve. Absolutely. And and the games develop massively using yeah. exactly the same hardware, but just better 
we look um, at how like you know people are trying to make original Mega Drive games now, and they're doing a really good job with it. True. We're talking about um, Tanglewood, Tanglewood yeah. um, Xeno Crisis. Yep. You know all of these things that are original. Paprium. <laughs> we're actually going to we're actually going to see Paprium. The update apparently. is good. Yes. And I'm this gonna, is an update. This is an, it's an arcade attack it. exclusive. Well, yeah, our good friend uh, Lewis. Um, Lewis Martins. Yeah, he, he tweeted very recently that, yeah, he's seen Paprian properly playing. And he's actually seen it being manufactured. He is. So, unbelievably, we're going to actually get to play this game, I think. Paprium, for people who have actually invested in it, might actually be a thing. You can quote us and, and Lewis Martins. And if we've got an interview, well, it's a bit out of date now, but it's still worth checking out. Yeah, I'll, I might not put a link to that <laughs> just, in the, in the Google, podcast notes. Just Google it. People can find it on the site. Yeah. Uh, so what, if they're doing that for Mega Drive, yeah, why not get something on the Master System? I think because the bridge might be a bit too far. I think the 16-bit games still, like a lot of indie games now, still look like, it, like yeah, that 16-bit style. But the 8-bit style... It's a little less, bit rough around the edges. A bit rough, less now. So, But Question. the Master System was a very impressive console and... Mm. You know, it didn't, obviously sales-wise, it didn't get anywhere near its competitors. Yeah. No. For reasons that I can't really, it was I can hit It was popular in the UK, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, last question on Tech Toy, but it didn't, I don't know if you know no, this. Does Sega get any money for this still? Do they I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? I think it's all Tech Toy now. I think it's actually a Tech Toy Master System. I don't think it's a Sega Master System anymore. Hmm. So Tectoy made the Sega versions of it in the 80s, but yep. now it is just a Tectoy Master System. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, we say about sales. Do you guys want to have a guess at how many units, not including the Brazilian units, how many units of the original Master System were sold worldwide? Uh, I think 15 million. 15 million? Okay, Kev? Might get edge higher, maybe 20. 20? Okay, you went higher. Adrian's closer. 13 million. Ooh. Not bad, but not exactly, not exactly world beaten. It's not NES territory, so, is it? Nah. Yeah, I mean, it's to not. put it into context, what was the NES? Do we know? Uh, I can find that out for you. But before I say that, do you guys want to have a guess? at how many Brazilian sales of the Master System there are. Uh, I'm going to say... i say billions. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, another 30 million on top, I'd say, in the lifespan. Kev? Uh, I'd say another 20 million. Yeah. Okay, you guys have over-egged that pudding a little bit. <laughs> um, 8 million by itself. Well, yeah, 8 okay, million sorry. units Brazil. Okay, so with the 13 million and the... 150,000 units a year. That's, that's 21 million. 21 first, million. First time round. It's looking a bit more respectable, right? Yeah. And in the time that you guys give me chatting about that, okay, <laughs> the NES, <laughs> the NES worldwide sold 61.91 million. Yeah. And so it's tripled yeah. it, hasn't it? So that's a bit of a spanking. But... <laughs> yeah. But... But we're here to talk about the master system, yep. and not the NES. Uh, of those, okay, of the of the thirteen million, Japan only sold a million. That's crazy. That's surprising. And Sega's Japanese. What's going on? United States only sold two million. Say what? Mm. Europe was the biggest, six point eight million. Yeah. And then everywhere else, obviously, other territories make up the rest. But yeah, only sold a million units in Japan. When I went to Tokyo a few years ago, uh, there's a really popular co- a shop called Super Potato. Yeah. Everyone talks about it. Had I hear they're really there. hot, as in hot for some <laughs> Great shop. If you're in Tokyo, definitely <laughs> check it out. They had Master System games in there, and I worked out that they're selling Master System games to the Japanese public at £25 each. <laughs> Man. Wow. That is how rare it is to Japanese. Really? Yeah, that is really... Because a million units. A million units. But uh, I don't think there was any region... The the cartridges are the cartridges. The consoles are the consoles. So it started off as the Sega Mark III, Mm. which you guys have heard about because we had a little look at... We did. Had a little look at some Master System games earlier. We did. uh, Which was the third of the the SG-1000 series of consoles. The Master System initially was a sort of reboxed version 
of that Sega Mark III. So why that, that's how those Sega Mark III ROMs kind of, kind of come in these, these libraries of Master System games. Uh, it, like I said, it launched in, uh, North America 86, Europe 87, and then Brazil 89 to this day. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Uh, they did bother going back to release the Japanese version of the Master System, but it was, yeah, literally just a, um, just a Mark III in disguise. Right. Uh, how much was the Master System? In the early nineties, the oh. first, the first power base one, the one that I got for Christmas ninety, uh, Christmas nineteen ninety. I'm gonna hedge a guess that is around, maybe one hundred ninety nine pounds. One hundred ninety nine pounds. Yeah, I think so. All right. Oh, I don't know because I'd never spent my money back then. Yeah. Under fifty quid. Kev's closer. So I remember my dad forking out for the, uh, I think it was like a pack with the light phaser, yeah. the built-in games, yeah. uh, hundred quid, hundred quid. It Ain't was bad, yeah. which was the same price as the Mega Drive. See, that was my original. <laughs> which the same price as the Mega At the Drive. Time. The same price as the Mega Drive with Altered Beast. Oh, you, why didn't you go for See, the Mega this Drive? This is mad. I have to say, I thought hundred quid, but Adrian threw me with his two hundred pounds. He I really did throw it. A little bit. He really did throw it. Playing the clever game there. I, so I, I ruined it. This is the thing, because I think, this is, I don't really understand why I chose the Master System. <laughs> because I wanted, oh yeah, I was eight years old, wanted a console. Uh, I think it was, there was a glut of Master System adverts at the time. Yeah. And 1990 was also when the Master System 2 was released Ooh. with Alex Kidd built into That's it. That's right. How on earth did I end up with the, the power-based version <laughs> with the phaser and everything else? They saw a chump written in your forehead. I don't know. <laughs> they saw, they saw eight-year-old. This is an eight-year-old being, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is an old guy being led by his eight-year-old. Yeah, that's right. And so I ended up with it, but, but I'm so pleased. So pleased that I ended up with that. Because even though I didn't discover that I had the games on there until months afterwards because <laughs> yeah. I was playing Ghostbusters for ages, uh, you know, I got three games, whereas if you got the Alex Kidd one, don't really like Alex Kidd, I'll be honest with you. I mean, this is going to shock a lot of people Ooh, who like the Masters boo. and never like the Alex Kidd games. Uh, I would have been stuck with that mm-hmm. for the same, probably, well, but a little bit of less, I mean, a little bit of less money. It is potentially curious just to build one game into a console right there. Two? Yeah, right? and there's so many different variants of the Master System, and you can get, they all come with different things built into them. So my one, it's quite special because it's got the snail maze in it as well. So snail maze was like a hidden, a hidden game that you um, you Easter play. egg is it Easter egg? Is it like an Easter egg game? You just hold down a couple of the buttons on startup. Do you remember and which just, buttons? And it loads up. But you know, there's only two buttons on the joy. Only pad two to buttons. <laughs> so you just hold down the two buttons. The whole two. I think you. Have, I can't remember. I, it's gone so. <laughs> this is going. This is going way back. My master system is is up in is up in storage now. And I've, it's been a few years since I bothered. Yeah. I think there plugging might be in. a lot of listeners who don't know about this. So <laughs> if you find out what buttons it Google it, be. please. I mean, if you've got the original power base master system and you've never played yep. Snail Maze, Google how to unlock it. And oh my God, <laughs> if you found that there's like an, an extra thing, blow your mind. System, it will blow your mind. Yeah, you'll be shell shocked. You'll be, better, <laughs> better. But. Yeah, it had, had all of those games on it. I ended up with this console that was pretty much third in line of Sega consoles <laughs> yeah. behind the Master System 2 and the Mega Drive. Yeah. And, but, you know, I was, I was happy as Larry, but, you know, we had my Ghostbusters. I've spoken about Ghostbusters on the previous podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, an amazing game, <laughs> yeah. but it is, it's an involved game. You get in, you know, you can be one of the Ghostbusters and you can, it's the Activision version. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to be fair, we all love Ghostbusters. Who does? We all love right? Ghostbusters. So uh, that, that carries itself. The film yeah. would carry the games. So yeah, yeah exactly. Like. So, you know, there was a basis for my, my video gaming, but what are the best, what are the, like the best games on the Master Ooh. System? What are your favourite? Well, I mean, got, this is what we'll sort of, mm. you know, get, get into. Do you want to hear my story about how I first played a Master System? Oh, it, let's say that. It links into then. a good game. Go on then. So my, Edgar, I'm talking about Edgar Road days here. Ooh, my so my neighbour, uh, parrot, my neighbours, um, they had a cat. And when they went on holiday, my mum would agree to cats it. And they might go for a week at a time. They used to travel quite a lot. And they had a teenage daughter. Now... When my cat, when my mum was going over there to feed the cat, I realised that the teenage daughter had a master system. <laughs> oh, you were like, uh, hello. So, no, 
I feel a bit bad now, but I'll sneak into a room and go, oh, look, a master system. Never played this before. I mean, this, this has the potential to sound a bit creepy. You're only after the master system, right? <laughs> yeah, I was quite That's young. good. That's good. Adrian was thankfully quite, yeah. quite innocent. So my mom was feeding the cats downstairs, and I was like, oh, master system. disappearing into the daughter's room. And, um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it does sound a bit... But I was, I was pretty like, I don't know how old I was, probably about seven or eight or nine at the time, I don't know. But I'd, I'd, I'd like, oh, look, there's Sonic in there. Mm-hmm. Turn it on. Wow, and, Sonic you know, One. My mom was like, the cats are being fed, it's time to go home. And I was like, but I'm playing Sonic. Like, you shouldn't be playing in there, what are you doing? It's like, but Sonic. And um, I think my mum was, he's like, fine, you can play for a little bit, but, you know, come back in half an hour. I think I must have turned up back home next door, obviously, after about three or four hours just playing Sonic continuously. Absolutely incredible game. You know, I think we spoke before, Dylan, the Sonic games. I think it was the original, but the, the Sonic games and the Master System are a work of art, aren't they? They are a work of art. Yeah, so that was my first experience. I think that was the only game she had, but what a game. Oh, no, I she think... had she had Alex Kidd as well, it, without the content. No. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'd play that a bit, but it was, you know, because they, they were gone for a week, I knew that, ooh, can I, can I help feed? I was like, Mum, can I help? Can I help feed the cats again this week, today? He's like, oh yeah, straight upstairs, play, play some, yeah. can you imagine the electricity bill? How come electricity bills? Yeah, why is it so big? Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Has someone been playing your master system? Hey, the, it's still hot. What's going on? It's still hot. <laughs> so there you go, a little bit sneaky. Hold on, Adrian's still here. <laughs> yeah, he's, the, but yeah, anyway, that's he's the, got himself a key. <laughs> he's stolen Sonic the No, but a brilliant game. I loved it. So that was my first time playing it. Yeah. Get this right. I was actually playing my master system when there was a fire in our building. <laughs> this is the, this is you've just reminded me of this really. Oh my god! So I'm in I'm I'm in our flat. So our flat was uh, part of this Victorian old house that was split into split into four flats. Yeah. And so I'm just at home one day uh, in my pajamas, <laughs> yeah. playing Safari Hunt, playing with the old pew 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 pew. Oh yeah, pew pew pew. And then, pew, uh, pew, pew. and then I get like a banging on the front door. Um, like this? Like, like the door, like the door down, downstairs. And like, like someone's ringing my bell and banging the door. And I was like, what the hell's going on? I was just at home by myself. And it's the, um, it's the next door neighbor across the way. And she's like, smoke's coming out of the top of your house. Smoke's coming Run. out of the top of your house. No word of a lie. I went back to the master system, paused the game, and then left the flat. Well done. <laughs> Good job. This is so mad. You'd I invested some time in that game. I paused, the, I, I paused the master system, turned off the CRT, um, uh, cathode ray tube, like TV, went outside, <laughs> standing outside in my pajamas, whilst all of these, like, like, um, um, firemen and women are yeah. trying to get into the flat above to stop this fire and i just think this is the most surreal thing ever and then i like, get on with it i'm in the middle of a game <laughs> I, get on, I was <laughs> yes. like yeah come on and then like the fireman was like okay we can go back in now so i went back into the flat with the fireman and they're pressing the the ceiling to see whether it's going to collapse or not and they're like Ooh. oh no that's okay <laughs> they're, 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 you're all right <laughs> dylan will survive one night at least <laughs> <laughs> right. and i was like oh yeah that's fine and so they left, and I'm like, okay, there's been a fire upstairs. This is all a bit weird. So I'm playing for Safari Hunt again. <laughs> Just turn the, turn the TV on again, unpause the game. Oh, pew, pew. The Master System saw me through some good times, man. You know, I was at home. I was, I was home alone a lot. And it's just, you know, Blockbuster was a lifesaver, really, because yep. we didn't, couldn't really get the cartridges were expensive. Master System cartridges, apart from the old, Sort of white box games like the Ninja and things are about ten pounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything current was about twenty, thirty quid. So yeah, you know, didn't it get wasn't many a of budget that. Console, think, really, was it? It wasn't a budget console. I mean, I I found this with the NES because um, I think the console probably sets back similarly around a hundred quid. I can't I mm-hmm. really yep. remember. But then the games were like forty quid a piece. The NES games were even more expensive uh, yeah. than that. And just it mad. was ridiculous, man. It's like you'd pay a little bit for the console mm. and then absolute yeah. shed. For the game. Well, this is what forced a, a, lot, a lot of people on these shores to go to the Commodore 64. Because yeah. you could have 8-bit gaming, yeah. but for, what, £5 a tape or whatever True. it was? See, I it had was... the Commodore 64 before the NES. Yeah. Oh, um, and I lost my Commodore 64 because it, it went to get fixed and the company 
I don't know. They they went bankrupt or something. Oh, so Commodore! Lost, it was I at lost, the time that Commodore went bust. <laughs> I lost my Commodore sixty four. Oh man! And they replaced it, but they replaced it with a, a version without the tape deck. Ooh! Oh, just the cartridge slot. Just the cartridge, and there was no fun having a Commodore and having instant gaming. It was all about pressing. It was all about <laughs> waiting, waiting to see if the tape could load. It was all about getting your fuzzy eyes from your yeah, loading yeah. screens and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, so we ended up getting our money back on that and got a NES off the back of it. But then yeah. Forty quid a game versus five quid a game, as you say. Yeah, it so. is. It was just. It's just madness, isn't it? So with the NES and the wire system just taking everyone's money. Yeah, the Com- Commodore. Oh God, that's another story for another oh, yeah, day. True. Um, but yeah, it was just you know that that kind of computing just just made things cheaper and yeah, you could even copy tapes as well. Better copy tapes. Don't Shh. take too noisily. <laughs> I used to have a back-to-back yeah. tape player where you can easily do that. <laughs> I, did I used to a, do that with a few of my mates. I did yeah. my first bit of programming on the Commodore as well. Oh, wow. Man. And it was incredible because you'd, you'd type the code into the Commodore and then you'd press record. Yeah. And you'd record your program onto a tape. Onto a tape. And then you'd play it back by pressing play. And, oh, oh, man. And that was the thing of beauty. It I really will invest was. in a C64 at some point because as... As much as I've played on them, I have never owned one. Yeah, so, yeah. Detroit, fortunately, much later on in life, um, probably again about 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I managed to find a Commodore with a tape deck, and so it's now part of my proud collection. So, Man, and Kev's got an amazing collection. He does. does. Kev has got some crying the crazier collection. <laughs> it's all, of, all rotting away in the loft at the moment. It's all but, rotting uh, away, which, <laughs> which everyone at home now is thinking, we want to clean it. <laughs> we want to get it out and clean it. Much to, <laughs> much to Dylan and Adrian's frustration, yeah. I think. But oh I, I have just sorted out my, my spare room, which uh, I might kit out with all my kits. So. You have to do it, man. Yeah. And just get us around for a cleaning day, and that'll be the best day in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just as long as you're not fitting backlights to anything. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to be fitting <laughs> backlights to anything. Don't worry. Yep. And, and the alcohol goes on the cartridge, not your, ma- your mouth, yeah? In your mouth, I don't drink the alcohol. Uh, okay. It's unfortunate when you drink the cleaning alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but do you remember our good friend James, James Miller? He's He had a yeah. mask system. And I used to go to his house often. We played loads of games together. I loved it. And um, I think you're right, Dylan. You mentioned earlier when we're playing some games, there's not loads of two-player games. But James had a lot of them, and we used to spend loads of time playing. I'm talking gauntlet. The Master System is not, it's not renowned for being a two-player yeah. console, which I think is a bit unfair, because it which does is, have a lot of two-player games on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, given that there's two-player slots in there and whatnot. And it, and, and the pack I came, I, I had, came with the two control pads. Yeah, through that. But none of your game. games were actually two-player. None of my games <laughs> were actually two-player, no. <laughs> yeah. Which is a surprising element, really. You it is, think it is be a more surprising element. Games. Yeah. So, yeah. No, but I enjoyed it. It was a great game for friends to sit down and play. The console was, I think, really fun, really good. The games were, you know, not graphically amazing, but um, I, I really like it. I have to say. Um, the first you mentioned thing I bought, Sonic. You mentioned Sonic. Like, I did actually. Yeah. yeah I think that's is. a good place to start because Sonic One on the Master System is not a port of the Mega Drive version. It's a completely. Yeah. Different game, isn't it? It was made by Yuzo Koshiro's company, but I've forgotten what they're called. Uh, it's escaping me. But it's amazing. It's almost the perfect platformer, yes. I think. So it's an obvious one. I think everyone at home who's got a Master System has played on it. And I think it's, it's the most relatable game, right? It's kind of, yep. for, for, for Sega, what Mario was for Nintendo. Because Alex yeah. Kidd was the, the original mascot. mascot. Yeah, the original yeah. mascot. But Alex Kidd, no one particularly cared that much for. No, no. And I don't actually care. Oh, I'm going to sound like a bit of a curmudgeon, but I don't really care much for <laughs> Alex Kidd games. And especially the ones on the Mega Drive as well. I just don't get well, their appeal. But people grew up with them. People yeah. grew up with them. It's like people who like Super Mario Brothers 2. It's like, you know, it's... Hey, it's part of your... Hey, horses for course. Super Mario 2 had its place. I it had its you could, place. But... You could play as a different characters. It was a different style of Mario. You could but play as Pete. Yeah. Mario one, two, and three were all quite distinct. So yeah. they were all very different. They were yeah. all very different. Yeah. All very different. Um, but then, so with the Sonic games, actually. So you had Sonic one, which was just just pure platformer. You had Sonic two on the Master System. Was that the gliders? Oh my god! It's got to be one of the the sort of the biggest technical achievements mm. in eight bit gaming. Mm-hmm. Is Sonic two? Because of the stuff that you can do with the glider mm. and the mine carts. And it's all yeah. really fast and the music is amazing. Yes. And it's not, it's not 
a million miles off being a 16-bit game, yeah. is it yeah. really? Sonic and I think that's my memory of Sonic was it was a lot faster. So I was a mm-hmm. I was a NES fanboy, um, and I keep bringing NES up. Yeah, but um, but Sonic was faster, and it was much more arcadey almost. It was mm. kind of like you know it had that yeah. pace that Mario didn't to some extent. I mean, you could blitz your way through Mario, mm-hmm. but it would never match the speed of Sonic. If they did, I think someone did. I think there is like a dodgy kind of Sonic one on the Master System, which is a bit more like the Mega Drive version, I think. Oh, right. I don't know if I've played it at some point. But it would be slower. It would be naturally slower if they did it. But because they just reimagined the whole thing and just said, right, we need to get Sonic on the Master System. Mm -hmm. It needs to be fast because the whole point about Sonic is it's fast. And they just designed it that way. And it was just a brilliant game. Brilliant game. Sonic Chaos, which is like the unofficial... Sonic 3 mm. on the Master System. Again, it's amazing. Just mm-hmm. look at it. Right? Just look at it. Play that game. Those are the three, you know, people will know. There are some gems, I think, on the Master System that do, that, that, that do get overlooked. I've got one that... Uh, should I chuck one in the mix? Go on, chuck one in the mix. And up. I played it quite recently with my wife, and I really enjoyed it. Psycho Fox. Have you played it? Psycho thing? Fox. Yes, very fun. It is, isn't it? It's just, just one that was digging up your garden, Dylan. <laughs> oh, yeah. So a fox has been digging up my garden... <laughs> And my lo- my lovely right? turf. I'm we t- actually saw it earlier tonight, or earlier three weeks ago. <laughs> that was Psycho Fox. Yes, <laughs> yeah. no, good game. Um, three weeks ago, the, uh, two hours ago. <laughs> Another game I like to give props to, and I don't know if you can class it as almost a hidden gem or whatever, but it's um, it's Castle of Illusion, Mickey Mouse. What a great game that yeah, is! Yeah, amazing. That is, that is a, me and my wife completed that maybe a, a year or so ago now, but it's just such a great game, and it felt. It didn't have to have, you know, it's almost like a 16-bit game, to be fair, didn't it? I think it's better than the Mega Drive version. That's think, a controversial point, but in a weird way, I, I think the levels agree. are more enjoyable. Mm. I think all the funky things that you can do in the levels mm. are, are, are just, just more What's fun. great game. I think, I think the Mega Drive version is amazing, mm. but I think the Master System version again beats it. But okay. See, the Master System had all of these arrows to its bow, but yep. 20 million units... Twenty million. If we if we're gonna count if we're gonna count the Brazilian units, then I mean this this uh, is pinning back to my woes of last week's episode about Game Boy versus Game Gear, right? Yes. And I purchased the Game Gear, which failed massively against the Game Boy, and it was a similar kind of thing with the Master System. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of like Sega just didn't have all its uh, pieces lined up at that point in time. It didn't no. have. The mass appeal that the same it didn't share the same appeal that Nintendo had at that time. No, I mean the Master System was up against some big competition. I mean, like the NES, the NES came out in '83, I think, uh, at the same time as the SG-1000. So that the the sort of the first version of the Master System was going up against the NES didn't sell anything. I think it was amazing, amazing even that Sega persisted with it. Uh, but the NES was just a monster. It was also up against the PC Engine, which is all pretty, you know, not again, not too far off a 16-bit console. So, all, and that was that would have been released about 87, 86. So, the Master System had too much good competition, I think. Then that's a shame because it's a more powerful console than the NES. It's got like a faster clock speed, apparently. I think I've written something. So, what do you think it is that did it? Do you think it's just um, is is it's time of coming marketing it's, maybe it wasn't marketing. quite marketing? Do you think it's do you think it's anything to do with, like the games and the, the Sega moved on really quickly, so yeah, so the, the the SG series never sold, the Master System only really took off eighty seven eighty eight, and then the Mega Drive was there. Yeah, they basically had a better console already at the time that the Master System really had been taken off. They yeah. need, they, and they once you've released the new thing, no one's buying the old thing. No, apart, apart from Dylan, of course. Apart from me, yeah. Apart from me going, oh, Dad, I really want a games console. I love that one, please. Like, I love hey, the yeah, three built-in games, three built-in games, and a gun and two control pads. Can you imagine when when you're an eight-year-old and you're like, oh, you know, we've only got this much to spend on on a console. That's what you're getting. Those three games would have set you about ninety quid. So you know. <laughs> Where would your life be well, right now not, but, yeah. if you got altered beast? Do you think would you be an altered beast? Literally, I probably wouldn't be into video games. <laughs> yeah, but you're for life. I hate video games. Never gonna play one ever again. <laughs> altered beast is another beast, but yeah, and that's bad on the Master System. Please, listeners, if you've not played the Master System version, just don't do it. Um, yeah. That would have put me off video gaming. But 
even though the three games I had, so I had, um, you know, the, your Ghostbusters, the, uh, Hang On and Safari Hunt, they were mediocre games, but they were fun for what they were. Like, yeah. a shooting game is a shooting game at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, and Hang On is a com- fairly competitive, mo- you know, motorbike game, and it does run pretty fast on the, yeah. on the Master System. So, again, yeah. If you've not played Hang On on the Master System, I reckon, uh, you know, recommend that yeah, one. Yeah. One thing, one thing that everyone has to try is 8-bit lemmings. Oh, yeah. I really Love wanted lemmings. to, I really wanted to, yeah. So, another Christmas, I think I mentioned this in another podcast, but when I was waiting for Sonic 2, and, yeah. uh, I think it was that, the Christmas it was due out or around then. So we went to the, the shops and Sonic 2 wasn't released yet. So, but lemmings was. Lemmings was there. And my dad, again, pulled one out of the bag and said, <laughs> oh, you know, been a good kid and whatnot. You know, have lemmings. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> bet he got told off that night. <laughs> I bet he got told, of, and he and he bought us pizza that night as well. He got really told off. Wow! And then he still got me Sonic that Christmas as well. So I got Sonic two and lemmings. Oh, I love but lemmings. Lemmings is an amazing achievement. Yeah. The NES version, which UK NES boy has, re- has, has reviewed for the site. Or actually, I, 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 he, he said I could steal it off his site. <laughs> so that's why it's on the site. Uh, Thank you, UK Nesboy. Thank you, UK Nesboy. Thank you, Andy. Uh, it fails slightly because the Nes can't handle all the colours. Yeah. I know the lemmings are only white, green, and blue, but if you've got a all lot the of backdrops. you got all so. the backdrops and everything. We got, you know, everything there. And the Nes version looks dull. It has a, you know, limited palette. But the Master System version, and I was playing the Amiga version. The other day, right, which is, I suppose, the original version. Oh, yeah. The Master System version is not too far off the Amiga mm. version. The Amiga version doesn't have backgrounds and things, so there's not that to compare. But everything else in the foreground is kind of the same. I mean, maybe it was a late comma to Lemmings. I only had it on the PC. Yeah. Um, and how was the playability on a console? Because I can't imagine coming from a PC playing uh-huh. it on yeah. a console. Yeah, mouse. Like, surely the mouse makes the game right, dude. So... The, the cursor, a criticism that UK Nesboy had, had of the NES um, version is that the cursor doesn't move quick enough. Yeah. It moves quicker on the Master System. You can actually move it around the screen. It's not a problem. You can get used to it. Like, I was going through the easy, and not, not the mayhem levels. I think it's easy and then something else and then the uh, mayhem ones. But I did, I did really well yeah. on it because... Did you have the, um Eight-way pad on the Master System too. Yeah, so it's not a so traditional D-pad. Yeah, the, it's like the, a. The NES system is obviously only four-way. Yeah. The Master System is eight-way, so that would have mm-hmm. eased it up. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, versus a mouse. Oh, the mouse is so much better. <laughs> like the mouse, <laughs> you can't. You know, you can't beat the mouse yeah, for yeah. Lemmings. Like Lemmings is a mouse game, but it is really playable on the Master System, provided you're not playing with the D-pad of the. So, so if you're playing it on an emulator or something, then yeah, you're going to get a bit screwed. But if you're playing it on a master system with that eight that eight direction D pad, yeah, yeah, easy mate, no, really enough. good. Uh, some other games, Terminator, really oh, yeah. love Terminator on the master system. So that is almost a carbon a carbon copy of the Mega Drive game. Yeah, done, done in the bag. Winter Olympics, Lilyhammer, 1994. Yeah. I was convinced when I got that home, I think I did a review for it on the site. When I got that home that day, I actually thought it was a 16-bit game. You thought that someone had somehow woke up at night. I kept on scratching my head yeah, as to how it was an 8-bit game. Taken out the insides of your Master System, replaced it with a Mega Drive, somehow yeah. made your Master System game compatible with it. Yeah. This crazy, mad electrician's come in at night and done this. Yeah. And you were playing a 16-bit game. You thought that. That is mad, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is mad, right? But it also demonstrates how long I was playing the Master System. <laughs> slightly, slightly overlapping with the Amiga. Wow. 1993, 1993, yeah. So I was playing it for a good, like, three, four years. Wow. That's mad, isn't I it? I to say, those early Olympic games, because you don't get a lot of Olympic games anymore, right? Oh, you don't get But those toffee, early Olympic yeah. games, because I had a lot on the Commodore, and mm-hmm. they were really good. Yeah, there was a lot of button button mashing, button mashing. Yeah, don't don't get me um, wrong. Like, Commodore yeah. sixty four, there was a lot of joystick uh, <laughs> wiggling, wiggling, joystick um, wiggling, broken many joysticks. Clearly, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I always wonder how it got the term joystick. I think I know, but you know. <laughs> it just gave you lots of joy. <laughs> Ask no questions, hear no lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But you know, it's 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 an underrated console, is what I'm trying to get at. In my yeah. own, in my own kind of haphazard way, the fourth game I owned was Galaxy Force. Oh, that's a good Galaxy game. Force is something else that people need to be checking out because it's it's like a pseudo 3D game. Yeah, the Master System had its own 3D games, which unfortunately I haven't I haven't had the chance to. And it had the 3D glasses. That's crazy. I know Master System had 3D glasses and 3D games, and I haven't had. You know, I can't I can't comment on those unfortunately, but hopefully one day I'll get to play them. Just to, to just see what they're like, but Galaxy Force was pseudo 3D. It was like you were behind that spaceship, and you've got all of these, you know, the sprite scaling and everything. Check it out, guys. It's not. I think it's way better than Galaxy Force Two on the Mega Drive. It's just seriously, yeah. It's something that needs to be. But people don't talk about these things. People don't talk about Master System because it's it's not a maligned console as much. It just wasn't a popular console. Yeah. It doesn't get a lot of attention in the retro gaming community too much, does it? It doesn't, because we've got a lot of American friends, a lot of Australian friends, a lot of European friends that wouldn't have bought it, that wouldn't have had it. They would have had more Brazilian friends. That's the thing. We need more Brazilian. We've only got a few Brazilian friends, uh, namely the Horizon Chase Turbo guys. Yeah. (laughs) But, but, you know, um, you know, we need more, we need, we need more Mustang friends because it does, you know, there's so many good. I just, things on there. Dylan, I was just reading. They made a virtual fighter game on the Master System. No, they you believe didn't. that? Was that is that a tech toy thing? Yeah, tech toy. That it's, is it's, incredible. It's called. Oh, it's, it's not a 3D though. It's, it's, called, it's a 2D virtual uh, fighter. I was, yeah, I mean 3D. I love that. Would be a bit much. That would be a bit much to make a virtual. <laughs> fight. I mean, it was a bit much making it on the Mega Drive. I don't know. Making it on the Master System would be a, would be maybe, right, yeah. maybe a little bit too far. But um, Light Phaser Games Operation Wolf. Big in the arcades, big, 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 great on the Master System. Difficult as hell. I didn't get past the second Operation level Operation Wolf versus Psycho Fox. You know? Oh, they should do a mashup. <laughs> Could you imagine? They should. Someone <laughs> should do a homebrew mashup <laughs> of the Master System. Operation Psycho Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I'd play, play it. Yeah. Um, World Tournament Golf. I know people are always like, oh yeah, PGA Tour Golf. Yep. Was, PGA Tour Golf was great on the Mega Drive. Great. Oh, I loved it on the Amiga. Gravity Amiga, right? Not great on the Master System. Is grainy, is chunky. Doesn't really know what it's doing. But yeah. World Tournament Golf is not behind the golfer. It's actually a top-down view. So you've got your power bar and everything. So all you see is like the ball on the tee, and then it flying off to wherever you're shooting it. <laughs> Beautiful. But you've got so much control over your shots, and you know it's nice to see the whole hole. Like you can like scan yeah. the camera around. It's an un- you know it's it's a hidden gem. Yeah. It's a hidden gem in this Master System, in the Master System world. We played a few Master System games earlier. What, what, what did you guys, what, you guys played a few things. What um, did you find there? We actually played a lot of, uh, random we did. things, didn't we? So. You played random things that were on the, like, the Mark Three. <laughs> they weren't, they <laughs> we weren't even actual. But actually, I was very impressed by the random things that we played. We played so. some games Ar- we couldn't even pronounce, like Japanese games, didn't we? Argos Jujinsky. Uh, there was, uh, Argos in there. There was, there uh, was uh, Iron Fist. Iron game. Fist, yeah. Iron uh, Fist. I can't even pronounce the other game, but and I tell you what, they were very, very good. They're just fun. Yeah, yeah. they were about thirty-two kilobytes. <laughs> yeah, they load up like one second. Um, <laughs> but I was getting lost in some of them, to be honest. One of the games we did play, uh, Kevin. You know, I'm a sucker for Zool, and I thought, here we go. I play Zool in the Mega Drive. It ain't, it ain't pretty. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an Amiga man. You know, when it comes to Zool, I'm a Zool, I'm a Zool aficionado, but. Credit where it's due. Zool and the Mars system was surprisingly playable, surprisingly good graphics, quite tough, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, still sliding around left, right, and center. Yeah, I mean, but, Zool yeah. is all about sliding around un- uncontrollably. I don't know how anyone plays that game with any kind of, you know, with any level of accuracy. But well, Zool, Zool on the Master System looks very pretty. It does. The, how good is the animation? Oh, beautiful. The animation, again, is 16-bit standard. I tell you what, the pictures were very, very clear. It was, yeah. I was yeah. blown away, to be honest. On Master System games, you're not going to get much of a background. You're not going to get parallax scrolling. You're not going to get any of that. You're going to get blank colors. But what you can do, you can do so much with the animation in the foreground. Like even Golden Axe, you know, it's not yeah. an amazing game. But... The, the animation of the main character, you know, Axe Battler or whatever he's called in the Master System version is amazing. It's so fluid. It's so, you know, you can do this thing with 8-bit. It's going to take up a lot of that cartridge. True that. Yeah. True that. But yeah. it's completely worth it. It's completely worth it. Do, Dylan, do you want to hear Games Radar's top 10 Master System games? Uh, go on then, Games Radar. <laughs> Number 10, Castle of Illusion. 
Brilliant. Yep, can't agree. So uh, there you can't go. disagree with that. Uh, number nine. Oh, where's number nine gone? Oh, Sonic Chaos. Yep. Number eight, The Lucky Dime Caper starring Donald Duck. Oh, the Donald. Oh, that, like that is a good game. I've played that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Well, number seven, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yes, solid. I mean, you can't really go wrong with, you know, converting that. We've got six here, Prince of Persia. You know, I'm a fan. Oh, wow. Yes, and I've just Prince got a screenshot. It looks very good for the Mars mm-hmm. system. Just oh, look yeah. at the screenshot here. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, number five, I always see it as an Amiga game, but the New Zealand Story. Yeah, New this. Zealand Story. Good little yeah. platform of that. Mm-hmm. Number four, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Number three, Road Rash. Oh, yeah, the Road Rash conversion Road Rash. was good. Yeah. Well, number two, a bit controversial, Land of Illusion, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, apparently better. Never played it. Yeah, I haven't played, played that either, actually. actually. Mm-hmm. And the four, oh, this is really interesting. Number one, um, apparently Asterix. Asterix, I've got that. Yeah. yeah, I've never played. Them. I've actually got two copies of Asterix for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that good. Just in case it breaks, it's all. I see. I don't know about. I don't know if the games right. I've got that exactly right. I think yeah. Asterix is a competitive platform. I wouldn't say it's the best thing I've ever played in my life. Yeah, I'm surprised it pips Sonic, but I've played it. I am. Though. Yeah, I think in Sonic One should really be one or two in that list. But thanks, Games Radar, for that. Yeah. Uh, it um, Prince of Persia. Yeah, how can we forget Prince of Persia on eight bit? Again. You know, the back, there's nothing in the backgrounds, but the animation is so fluid. It's almost like flashback level animation on an, on an 8-bit game. And I think, like, Prince Persia in itself was a very, very good game. It was a very good game, man. And it's so, it's so infuriating when you, like, land on spikes or, like, going through another, but it's brilliant at the same time. It's so brilliant. It might have its own pod one day, because I do have a lot of love for that game, to be fair. Definitely. So, again, Prince of Persia, definitely check that out on 8-bit. Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> yeah, should we pursue? I've got that. That's a good game. That's a good game. So if you don't want to bother getting out the yeah. board and everything, it's just like Trivial Pursuit from 1980s, though. That's going to be yeah, really so it's quite like difficult a, now. Yeah, right? 1990s. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's got much in the way of sort of pop culture and, and it's thing. like if you try and pull a uh, actual ball game and probably see it out now that you had when you was a kid you get none of the answers right no you wouldn't so because none of it is relevant it'll anymore, be about cliff like... richard and stuff like, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know about cliff richard and barry manilow i, yeah. I don't know um, but um dylan just sort of chip in a bit uh when i got my all my consoles back from my mum i did get a master's in two but i just found it really hard to connect up to a, a, a HDTV. Yeah, it's got the old. I hard to explain what the port is, but so an issue with the master system now yeah. is that Mega Drives have SCART out. That's right. Uh, what's the word? SCART out solutions. Yep. So you can just whack them into like uh, any old SCART TV. They look pretty good, actually. I mean, you know, people say, oh, okay, it's not. It always looked better on a CRT. Of course, yeah, of course it would, but. It's. I had my I have my Tower of Power the other day with the Mega CD and that yep. hooked up to the HD TV in this room and it looks pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks pretty great. Try putting things like the Retro Trio on and other things and the, the <laughs> colors start bleeding and it's not great. But the Master System only has an RF out, doesn't it? Yeah. So those at the moment would only go into the antenna bit That's on why the I'm telly yeah. and to tune it in is a pain in the butt. Like, a lot of... <laughs> most HD TVs, you can't even tune yeah, it. 100%. But, you know, so we bought a new 4K TV the other day. It's mm-hmm. still got analog tuning on it. So why can you, you have to do it. It doesn't pick up um, the consoles on auto-tuning, I think. Mm. So you have to do it manual through the whole spectrum. Oof. And then you might get it. Uh, but well, again, it's I not, it's get not it guaranteed. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. So what I did, Dylan, because I didn't have a working Mega Drive either at the time, but I do now. But I had my Retro Trio. And yes. I thought to myself, you can't play Master System in the Retro Trio. But mm-hmm, on yeah. eBay, mm-hmm. I bought myself a Master System Mega Drive converter, didn't I? Mm-hmm. One of those cartridges. And I actually, I actually emailed the person who I bought the Retro Trio. I think the Funstock guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Fun and stock. he said, yeah, it, it will work. And mm-hmm. I plugged it in. And uh, I, I I got it a few days later on eBay that the, the, the Masters and Converter, mm-hmm. and they worked fine. Yeah. And do you know what? I probably have got about twenty, thirty Masters and games that I I've collected over the time. And you know, I used to play. I, I never played the console that much as a kid because the Amiga soon came in soon after I got it. Mm-hmm. But when I play them again over the last few years, um, in a funny way, I think I played the Masters and games more than my Mega Drive games mm-hmm. because they're just. I think p- gameplay. It's really at its four, okay? The graphics are okay, but it's all about the fun and the game. So me and my wife would play 
bit of Psycho Fox, like a bit of uh, Castle of Illusion, where it is. And yeah. I just found the game, so the Master System games, more approachable and more playable than, than, than some Mega Drive games. They're easy to pick yeah. up. I think and they've I think, got... Go on. Sorry, I was going to say, I think this goes back to the earlier style of games. Yeah. I think, you know, I think the, the further you go back, the more playable a lot of the games were. They're solid. I mean, Master yeah. System games run really fast. Um, games that I used to love that I used to be amazing at, I'm not amazing at anymore. Wimbledon Tennis. I th- used to love that game. I used to love that game silly. I used to like rent it from Blockbusters all the time. Can't get anywhere with it because it's so <laughs> fast. It's, it's a great game, but it's just so fast. I just can't keep up with it. Um, California Games. Hacky yeah. sack. California Games on the Master System is one of the best versions of it. it we played it just recently, didn't we? Hacky mm-hmm. sack. Hacky sack. <laughs> Don't let it drop. <laughs> in, jo- in joke. In joke. In joke. I always thought that was happy sack. Aww. I'm, I'm stupid. If you start kicking your happy sack, that's a, that's a completely <laughs> different, that's a completely different thing. That's like ball, the joystick. Balls 3D, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are things left undiscovered about the master system with me um one of the thing is the 3d glasses because they're yeah. pretty rare now i don't think many people have those do you need uh do you need specific 3d glasses do you need there are the specific they're not just the red the red blue things they plug into the console oh, okay so i think i think even the image goes through them i don't know how they work i don't so, know, so I they, know are they are they accessible but out of your price range are they just should we have a quick look on there? ebay I reckon the guy from Back to the Future, you know, the, one of Biff's bullies, he always wear 3D glasses. He'd be a master. But those are the, yeah, those are the actual, like, <laughs> cardboardy ones. All right. Then. Um, so it had that, and it had actually something called a sports paddle. Yeah. So the master system had, the master system tried to do things to a very limited audience, but it's mad, isn't it? So the sports paddle, I'm going to see how much these 3D glasses are first, though. So if you want Master System 3D glasses... <laughs> What's the damage? Uh, well, it's not horrendous. Yeah. Um, you can get them for 40 quid. 40 Ooh, quid. Yeah. 40 quid is the cheapest. It's 40 yeah. quid is the cheapest. Oh, no, so, um, oh, no. There's one here with a missing arm and untested. <laughs> for 20 quid. Yeah. So some people... So how much for a tested working... Uh, tested working you're looking so at 40 quid, quid. 40 no, quid or bo- the boxed one with some games 100 pounds um unboxed with what looks like maze hunter 3d 50 quid yeah. a lot of people are watching that on ebay 16 people are watching Watch that on it. ebay be, be right the now 17, <laughs> oh my god someone is definitely gonna buy that so 50 quid on those uh the one that kev's the one that really caught my eye is a boxed Ooh. one here for three hundred and eighty-two pounds. You can buy it now if you want, though. <laughs> I could buy it now for three hundred and eighty-two pounds. I mean, you'd be a bit silly to. Well, no, not silly. It's mad. I mean, the box, you just the box do is it. probably worth a little bit, but whether it's worth three hundred and thirty quid, you would just I wouldn't do it, would you? To be honest. Uh, oh, look at this. You can actually get. This is a nice little find here. You can get a hundred and six-one game card for the Sega Master System for the Game Boy Advance. Oh wow! Look at that. That's pretty cool. Back oh, my Game Boy. What is, yeah, look at the list of games. Look at the list of games. Look, you've got like Ninja Gaiden, Pack Attack, Pac-Man, Paperboy, Power Strike 2, Streets of Rages, Super Monaco's. That looks brilliant. You can how play much that. is this going for, Dylan? You wouldn't believe this. £6.39. I think you should order one right now, Dylan. I'm so going to order one of those, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this will go right in my... In my Game Boy Advance, man. Jesus. Look at that. But that's like a Sega cart- uh, cartridge on a Nintendo machine. It's Sacrilege. just breaking all the rules. It just feels wrong, doesn't it? All the weird things that you find on eBay. You feel a bit dirty <laughs> yeah. right now, don't you? <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me just see if that Master System Sports Paddle is around. So the Master System Sports Paddle, there were a couple of games that were only... The sports games. <laughs> that were only compatible with this... With this thing. Uh, let me just see if there is actually on it. I think it's so rare, I don't even think. It was... They stopped making it before... Before the Master System officially was... Was discontinued on these shores. Here you go. What's that? Is that it? 
pedal. It's a Mark III one. It's a Mark III Japanese one. It's got like a turny dial thing oh, yeah. and a button. Can you guys see that? You know what I'm going to say, Dil? What? That's a paddling. That's a paddling. <laughs> you, know, you know what's really curious about that? I've got another console, which I have no idea what it's called. That's a turny, twisty a thing as well. it's a similar paddle to that. Yeah. Just to give you like analog, it's to give you more like analog control over things, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But yeah. So the master, you know, it had, I, I love them. I love it. I love it. I love chatting about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I never had one until I was much older. So again, this was 10 years ago. I got a master system and I didn't play it a lot. It's just, it entered my collection. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was a kid, I had a NES. Uh, one of my friends at the time had a master system and we swapped it for a bit um, in the way that you do when you're kids. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like it as much as my NES. But no. there were some very good games on it. And mm-hmm. like I remember going around his house a lot and playing it. Um, what makes the NES better for the, for the master I mean, for me, the fact that I owned it. <laughs> okay. Um, probably it always helps. Um, I don't know. I think... To to me, the Nes just invested a little bit more in the games. Maybe um, there were a lot. There's of, a bit uh, more seal of quality about hits. them, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it's it. So you had all the Mario, the Mega Man's, all of that. Turn, um, TMT, yeah, yeah. Tetris and that, and yeah, yeah. The Nes, the Nes. I think it was more expensive over here. It didn't quite seem to catch a hold over here. Really, is. Mm. The Mars system did, but because apart Kev is the only apart, from, but Rob was growing up in South Africa and he had one. Right, yeah. We had a knockoff one. I think he had a knockoff <laughs> NES. So what were the sales over here on the NES? Because I find that surprising. Let's no, have but a look. I, yeah, I think the Mars system sold better in the UK. I mean, that to me surprised me because I think the NES was superior. Ooh, I think so. It let me see. Ooh. So the NES. Duh, 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 duh. Um. Wikipedia don't actually list it because of the 61, almost 62 million NES sales, 20 million were in Japan and 34 million were in the Americas. That's very surprising. So they can't have been... They would have been less in Europe because you said earlier 6.4 for the Master System. So Mm. immediately we're down to 6 on the NES. So... Mm. That's weird, isn't it? Assuming none were sold anywhere else, which they probably were. That is strange. But I think, again, I think they overpriced it over here. I think, like you said, the games were about 40 quid, so the Master System games were cheaper. The Master System games had the the budget range of all the sort of the the late E's. No, the NES games did really frustrate me, because to to get a new game, like, you know, a decent game, it was Mm -hmm. 40 quid every time. It's madness. And then you'd spend the tenner and you'd get a really shit game. And I did that frequently. And then the SNES came out in 1990 as well, didn't it? Well, that yeah. did well here. So that, again, yeah. so that's, people were like, oh, wow, Super Nintendo. Street Fighter 2, ah, let's go on it. So, Mario Kart. Super Nintendo Charmers. <laughs> Super Nintendo Charmers. Someone's actually done this, like a SNES with a skin, with the skin of Super Nintendo Charmers on it. <laughs> I love it. It's just, that uh, makes me happy. <laughs> it does make me happy what people do to consoles these days. But, um, yeah. That's that's you know the Sega Master System is an important console. Yeah. For me, do you guys want to say anything about it before I sort of wrap um, this one up as well? Yeah. If you if you ever have to catch it and you're not feeling it, maybe check out if they got a Master System upstairs. If they do, it's not a bad little gig. It's not a little bad little gig. Just if like you, like you, I want to do something, but I don't really want to. You do want to be it. nice for your neighbour. Have they got a Master System? <laughs> I mean, if you're catsing and they've got a Master System upstairs. I just think the chance of that is so unlikely. <laughs> well, oh my god, can you imagine if your cat is sitting for someone now and they've actually got a master system? <laughs> if, I mean, Dylan, actually, I might put my master system out and get you to cat sit for me. Or you, Aid. Yeah, it's true, you know, The actually. next time I go on holiday, I'll be like, guys, can you cat sit for me? We'll look I've after Forks. <laughs> yeah, we'll look after Forks and then, like, go and play the master system. And you're like, yeah. my electricity bill! <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk 
Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10s, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.